Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hell no. We're in the freaking bay. Now, back to Willard and Dibbs on 95.7 The Game. I mean, it bears repeating. If you didn't hear Hunter Pence yesterday, do yourself a flipping favor. High pitch, Hunter? Yeah. Win bang! Totally. Go listen to Hunter Pence. You'll smile. Little Where bit of Howard. Freaking bay? Little Howard Dean in his game. <laughs> Hell no. Totally. <laughs> We're gonna go to section 302. <laughs> and section 303. And section 304. <laughs> um exactly. Warrior Wednesday. He lost his voice and then he lost it again. <laughs> and then he lost his seat. His voice is on a on a milk carton somewhere. Oh my god, <laughs> that guy. Uh, Warrior Wednesday brought to you by Valley Heating, cooling, electrical, and solar, locally and family-owned, and the home of old-fashioned service for all your home comfort needs since 1962. Check them out at valleyheating.com. Cheryl Bose is going to come on here in less than 15 minutes. Let's keep talking to you. We've been asking uh, for a lot of you to share your experience as a 49er fan because it, it, based on a conversation we were all having here today, it sort of dawns on us that maybe it's possible, and particularly, I, I don't want to speak show for show, but on this show, like maybe the opinions that are getting shared are shaded by our experience, which is true with everything in life. But Dibs and I both come from a time where we're like, yeah, the Niners are champs, repeatedly. And we never have to want for what it feels like to win a championship. But now it's been 30 damn years. And so there are people who are driving, working, having children, having problems, debt, all of these things. There are those of you out there that have all of those things that have never experienced the 49ers winning a Super Bowl, and does that make you think that this organization is like more lovable loser than the rest of us would ever acknowledge? Yeah, and it's it's know. fair. It's generational, and I think about this in terms of the Warriors when they won their first title in my real lifetime in 2015. Well... They won one in 75, and I was seven years old, almost seven, six and change, and and I don't remember that. So for me, when they won in 2015, and I was 37. That was the first. Damn, I was 47, actually. (laughs) It's tough to do the math when you get to be my age. That was the first. And, you know, similar to the Niners, if you are 30 years old or 28, you don't remember the last time they won it, which was 29 years and two days ago. Um, I was five months old for Rick Bear's 1975 championship. Yeah. Five months. I don't remember it, oddly. That's on you. He could not care less. He could not care less that you were five months old. I had the Warriors in six. 
Um, you had the Warriors in drool. Did they even play six back then? What did they? What did they do? Uh, let's go to John in Napa. Hi, John. What are you doing? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Really love you guys. Listen to you guys up here in wine country all the time. So thanks. Um, here's my Niners confession. I'm 52. And as a kid growing up in Southern California, with all my cousins and uncles in the Bay Area, I have major Niner trauma. (laughs) I hated the Niners. I hated them more than I loved any team. I remember one of my sweetest memories was a candlestick when the Rams were playing the Niners. Somebody hung a bed sheet that said, Eric, be nimble. Eric, be quick. Eric, be burned at the candlestick. I remember that. And the Rams burned them that year. <laughs> fast forward to college. Fast forward to college. I hated the Niners. I got two Niner tickets, and we gave them away in the parking lot to somebody because I couldn't stand watching them. Now, fast forward to adulthood, 2007, move up here, reconnect with my roots because I was born in Mountain View. And first it's the Giants, then it's the Warriors. And now it's our turn. Go Niners! <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Love it. Jo- John, can I ask why you hated the Niners in the first place if your roots are here? Because ev- growing up, I was at LA in L.A., we would get a phone call from every relative every time the Rams got beat, the Lambs got beat, every time the Niners won. As a little kid, we dreaded that phone call, and they would gloat. They would give us so much crap. And we just grew up with a seething hatred of them. But oh, how fast that dissipates <laughs> when you move to paradise. Um, you know what that is, right? <laughs> it's a dissipation sensation. Sure is. Is what John, it is. Thank, thank you, you very John. much. That Niner Ram. I'll take that for you, John. Niner Ram rivalry back then was so fun. Because, yeah, I mean, I know that the Rams may have burned them that day, but they very rarely did. Was it Tim McDonald that had that famous quote? One of the years where the Niners struggled a little bit, and the Rams were supposed to be real good, and the Niners whacked them. Niners whacked them anyway, and I'll never forget it. I think it was Tim McDonald. He looks at a camera in the locker room, and he goes, I said it before the game, and I'll say it again now. Same Niners, same Rams. And I was like, that's orgasmic. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Um, How about Don in the city? Hi, Don, what are you doing? Hey, what's up? Driving in the car to my boy's house, pick up some car parts. Right on. You're a manly man, Don. Driving around picking up car parts. <laughs> yep, yep. But listen, <laughs> man, I'm I'm just shy of fifty eight years old, man, and I, I you know, grew up in San Francisco and uh I saw the Warriors win, the Giants win, the Niners win in the dynasty in the eighties and the nineties. Cruised around in my low rider in the 80s and 90s on Mission and on Broadway. Oh, it was a great time. But now, you know, I want my kids to to experience that that uh, that Super Bowl win, man. You know, I got three kids. I got a 33-year-old, a 19-year-old, 
and a 16-year-old, man, and they're all avid sports fans, man, and they're just yearning for this Super Bowl win, and I would love to see them have it, man. I, Don, I love that you're bringing this yeah, up. Don. This is something else that, that occurs to me, because i got three kids, too. They're not as old as yours. 33, 19, and 16? Yeah, he, he like man you, after man. my heart. He's taking breaks and yeah. then coming back and then taking another break and coming on back and My oldest is 33. My baby will be 12, <laughs> but that's close enough. He started out by buying diapers at Target and ended up at diapers.com. Like, it changes. Dude, there it was changes. no Target. He was <laughs> buying diapers at JCPenney. He was just out in the driveway asking. Seriously? You got any diapers over there? Anyway, this Cloth occurs to diapers. me. To some of us, it's such a weird thought still that there's a whole generation going, well, yeah, the Giants won a bunch and the Warriors won a bunch, but man... I'd sure love to see the Niners win one. What a cycle of life. Because I spent, as we said, spent my entire period of my life heading into adulthood with a foundation of the Niners are amazing. They're in the playoffs deep every year for 20 years. And the Warriors and Giants were a joke. A joke. A joke. Every year. Except for one, 1989, and the world shook the damn World Series well, right out of us. 2002. Well, right. But that was yeah. after. I mean, the true, Niners true. were already coming out of it. And, and even then, it's like, okay, yeah, you were good. You'd have a good year here or there. But like the, the concept of the Warriors or Giants ever having a dynasty... Like, was the stupidest thing that you could could have ever come out well, of your mouth. Even winning a chip. You're right, right about 89. And I remember 86, which was my senior year in high school. Shout out Tom Avakumovitz, Rick Barsotti, and Steve Rabb, my three high school best friends. We went to a ton of games that year because they had a pitcher who we loved who was having a career year. His name was Mike Kruko. <laughs> and he would go on to win 20. And yep. every time he would start, we were there. Because we loved him, we loved his style. Out we didn't know that he would go on to be at a babe. Yeah, you know, we, we we didn't know that he would go on to be Mike Kruko. But at the time, he was a good pitcher. We loved his starts, and we'd go to Candlestick, and you could go in the lot and buy tickets and get tickets for five bucks. You know, via totally, a totally. Uh, back when the the resale market was oh. a guy who was saying tickets, tickets, tickets. Dude, yeah, Giants games used to take no planning. No planning. You could look at each other at twelve fifteen on a Saturday yes. for a one hundred five game, and like, you want to go? go? Totally. Oh, let's go. Golden That's Gate it. Bridge was two bucks to <laughs> yeah. cross, and You're so like, I got a ten dollar bill in my pocket. Let's go. Let's go. Stop at Gordo's on Irving and get a burrito. Get enough and... left over for popcorn That's when you it. get inside. But it was never a thought of like, oh, you know what? Couple wins here, they <laughs> might be a real World Series contender. And that's why '89 came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was like, oh my god! And then the quake, and then the a the A's were just flat better, no matter how that went. But the earthquake didn't help the Giants because the A's were able to throw Dave Stewart in Game One and Three, and uh, that whole thing was a wrap. Well, yeah, the A's, the A's were better, and and they were already up 2-0. The A's were the dynasty, absolutely. But I still like the Giants. What the one thing that sticks in my head is when they came back a week and a half later to play Game Three. Yep. I can't remember which giant it was, but somebody had the quote. They were like, honestly, at this point, I could take it or leave it. And I'm like, well, I, that series is over. Sure. That's the mentality. of, the, And I get it. Disaster had struck. Lives were lost. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A giant's dynasty. What the hell right. are you talking about? <laughs> the I'm, Warriors? No. 
And I mean, honestly, it's laughable. The closest thing to a dynasty at that time outside the Niners was the A's. And they got Kirk Gibson in 88. Yep. And they won the Quake in 89. And then they got beat by the Nasty Boys in 90 in Cincinnati. But the A's very well could have won three in a row. And they could have been a dynasty. And forget where they are now. We can get to that uh, down the road because that thing is an interesting story. Indeed. But in terms of being 30 years old right now as a Niner fan, you don't know. What it was like in the good years. How could you? Uh, Warrior Wednesday brought to you by Freeman's Appliance. Trusted name since 1922. Visit freemansappliance.com today. We'll get to more of your phone calls around the bend. Be patient. We're coming. And so is Cheryl Bosa. She joins us next on Willard and Dibs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So I'm ecstatic about that. We have great energy. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Great energy. Cheryl Bosa has great energy. That's why we like having her on. Love to have her on. Right? And uh, we're going to do it again right now. Kind enough after the big victory. Going back to the Super Bowl. Second time for Nick and the Bosa family now. And it's fun to watch Joey travel around and go to all the games and support Nick and all of that. So uh, before we get back to your phone calls... Um, let's uh, let's hang out with the Bosa family a little bit. Cheryl Bosa joins us here on Willard and Dibs. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, how are you? Uh, we're doing great. Cheryl joining us on the Boxer and Gerson uh, uh, guest line, and uh, we'd love to hear about this particular experience of the 17-point the deficit, the whole family in the building watching it all. Take us through it, Cheryl. What was it like? Uh Please, I don't think I've recovered yet. I gotta be honest with you. I mean, I, I definitely aged. I have to go get my hair colored because it turned me gray. And uh, yeah, it was too much. I mean, I, I really would like a blowout one of these games. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we all would. Although Mark and I have had this conversation, and I guess from my standpoint, not having a son on the team, I like the thrill of the the nail biter and, and the comeback, but. What was it like for you, Cheryl, and all the Bosas at halftime down 24-7 with the feelings, a mixed feeling, I would imagine, of dread and maybe hope? You know, I, if I'm being 100% honest, I kind of thought it was over. 
I really did. And it was really funny. We sort of moved. We, we have a box, and we sort of moved around the box and <laughs> changed, changed positions because we were sort of like chatting with each other and whatever. And then the second half started, and we were all kind of in these different positions. And then we came out like gangbusters, and nobody was allowed to move from the positions they were in. <laughs> so that was it. We like had to like freeze frame wherever we were for the second half. Uh, you got to go with what works. We've been talking to fans yeah, uh-huh. all week about energy changers, like what they do at halftime. I yeah. wonder, though, can you share, like, Nick was asked the same thing, and he sort of said he was on his back, like, screaming out random stuff. Like, what has he shared with you about what he was going through emotionally at that time? He didn't. He didn't. That's the first I heard of that. So I didn't know that. He, what, he said he was in the locker room? Yeah, he said he was in the locker Do we have the sound, actually? We don't. We, yeah, he said he was, like, on his back and sort of, like, yelling out random stuff. And then Jennifer Lee Chan asked him what was uh, that, that stuff. And he goes, well, it actually wasn't that random. And he just started saying, like, I was yelling at guys to, like, take away the first read and then and then we'll get home. But he said he was just lying on his back. Kind of, I don't know, trying to process what the hell was going on. Oh, that's really funny because I did hear that he talked to the team, but I didn't realize it was like freaking out laying on his back. So (laughs) (laughs) whatever it takes, okay? Like literally whatever it takes. Yeah, and what do you make of his individual journey through the these playoffs? And I know you've heard the slander and fans saying Nick hasn't done enough, and you know Nick's been too quiet, and the D line hasn't made enough of an impact. And to see him go out there and get two sacks in that game, it had to make you feel an extra amount of pride knowing what he's been through individually. Well, I mean, obviously he had a game the other night. You know, he he played really good in the first half, too. He was one of the, like, few people that really went out and kind of went crazy. Um, And then everybody came back and went crazy, obviously. Um, What I will say about that is... You you and I, you guys know football well enough to know that the stats aren't always what the real picture is. Yep. So what Nick has been doing this year is at the same caliber as it was last year. It's just maybe he doesn't have as many sacks. So I'm very very proud of my son. That that's interesting, Cheryl. How do how does Nick feel about his year and how he's played? Because you know that the contract puts extra eyeballs on this. Yeah, yeah, and and people love stats, and, you know, that's what they, you know, that's what people, you know, fans look at. Um, You know, they don't look at, you know, how many pressures he's gotten. They just want to know how many sacks he's gotten. So um, how does he feel? Nick, you know, people love stats. They, you know, they like to uh, please the crowd, and, you know, they want, obviously, their fans and you know their their teammates to uh, you know appreciate their play. You know they're they're a team. So um, yeah, would he like more sacks? Of course. Would he like to not get double teamed every single time he's out there? Sure, that'd be nice too. So you know, 
Yeah, it is I, what it is. I'm sure he would like to not be held in the Super Bowl, and yeah. we can get to that here in, uh, in a matter of of days. But you're watching the game, and you see Gibson force the fumble and Armstead fall on it. Was it at that moment where you and the various Bosa's kind of had that same feeling that we all did, like maybe this game's going to turn around and I maybe know. the Niners are going to get it done? I know. I You know, it's like the things that really stick out in my head are like um, uh, Brock, three runs, you know, his three rushing runs. I mean, those were like such huge, like energy game changers. And then the two fourth down holds, like those, those two were, this is crazy, you know? So yeah, I mean, it was just, it was nuts. That game was crazy. Uh, Cheryl Bosa with us on Willard and Dibs. Cheryl, I do, I got to ask you this. Does, does, uh, does Joey get jealous this time of year? No, he doesn't get jealous. He's he's very excited. You know, he has a lot of fun. And uh, obviously I'm very hopeful that with his new coaching situation that, you know, maybe someday the two of them will be playing against each other in this game. Yeah, by the way, a, a thought or two on that. Jim Harbaugh, huh? That's, that, that's, that's something. What's he think? Well, obviously, per, me personally, my knee-jack reaction was you got to be kidding me because i'm a buckeye so you know <laughs> oh boy <laughs> so i was like no come on not harbaugh anything but harbaugh but it literally like five minutes later i was like this is a good thing he's a re- really good coach so i'm you know we're all really happy and joey's really really excited and that's the key and, and i do think yeah. that the chargers are going to be a much more buttoned up professional Absolutely. organization but staying in the sphere yeah. of coaches when you see kyle shanahan who's obviously more of an offensive minded coach with the laminated play sheet how impressed are you by what kyle's been able to do not only with the offense but with this team in totality to get them back to the super bowl yet again yeah, it's incredible. It really is, especially in the last couple of games, you know, when when it sort of looked in the first half of both of the last two games like, wow, this might be over, you know, that, you know, that he has the the wherewithal to talk with his team and get them to come out of, you know, for the second half and just take the game. I mean, that's that's huge. That's huge with our you know, young quarterback, and obviously we've got ridiculous talent, but that's a lot, you know. Cheryl, have you seen the video? It's really engaging of Nick talking to Brock after the game the other night. I didn't see it, no. So Nick is basically saying to him, at a certain point, first of all, he's just like, you know, he's complimenting him. But then he sure. asks him a question. He goes, did you think you were going to be this good? And, <laughs> and, and Brock sort of does the aw shucks thing. Like, you know, this is all about yeah, us. Yeah. And Nick goes, because I'm the second pick of the draft, and there are times where I've struggled with confidence. So how do yeah. you do it? So I thought yeah. that, that that's an interesting window, though, for you to respond to it. Nick, uh, A, what his thoughts are about Brock, but but B, like, did, did he ever come to you when he was, quote, struggling with confidence? Well, Nick, you mean? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, yeah, and it, truthfully, you know, you you mentioned the contract year and everything. I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on the guys, you know. Everybody looks at it as, oh, you know, unbelievable, it's this great thing, but it sort of puts the scarlet letter on you, and it, and it does. It, it messes with your head a little bit on, um, you know, what everybody's expectations are of you, so... Um, but Brock, oh my God, I mean, what a story. They have to make a movie about this kid someday, I swear. It's just incredible. <laughs> and we're wondering if yeah. it's an ESPN or a, it's probably a Lifetime movie at this oh, point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Maybe for the sure. Hallmark and Channel. I mean, his family, his parents, they're just, they're unbelievable people. And it's just, oh, I'm so thrilled for them. Yeah, it's almost too much to handle. Cheryl Bosa here on uh, 95.7 The Game. Speaking of Nick, he's got the contract, and he got the two sacks in the NFC Championship game. Have you talked to him at all about the rematch and a chance to get his hands on Patrick Mahomes again? Well, you know, my, it's my birthday today, so... Oh, yeah. gosh! Oh, Stop everything! Stop the blanket yeah. show! Happy birthday, yes. Cheryl we were, Bosa! We were actually, we, we were actually in, in my... Oh. Round we were applause. actually in, in Miami for my birthday four years ago for the uh, Super right. Bowl. So, Do you uh, know, like, I'm so honored. It's six thirty where you are on your birthday yeah. night, and you're talking to us. Wow. Listen, listen, you guys. I am so exhausted. I'm saving all of my celebrating for next week in Las Vegas. I, yeah, I could put it off for a week. Trust me. You're not even going to dinner tonight or anything. I, I swear to God, I, I have had about a half a dozen invitations, and I'm like, I, I can't. I just can't. So. I, I'm still I, I'm still recuperating from flying back to Florida after the game. You're you're getting ready to cook those omelets again tomorrow ah, morning, that's aren't you? Right, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm happy birthday! Happy, happy birthday, birthday Cheryl. Cheryl! Yes. Thank you, thank you. But yeah, Nikki, of course, he called me today, and and we were talking, and it was really cute because he he and he never talks like this, but he kept saying. When we win, I want to do this. And when we win, I want to do that. So it was really, like, I really was catching the way that he was wording it, you know. It wasn't like after the game or whatever happened. Right. It wasn't any of that. It was it was when we win. So what, that was pretty cool. What were those things? When, when he wins, what does he want to do? Oh, uh, you know, just... Obviously, a lot of his friends are going to be out there. You know, you know, he's like best friends with Joe Burrow and Sam Hubbard and those guys. So he wants to see his boys. You know, he doesn't get to have any fun. You know, the weekend leading up to it. So he wants to hang out with you know his brother Joey and his friend you know Joe and Sam and Christian and George and you know the whole crew. So. What about you, Cheryl? What's your Super Bowl week lead up? I, I know it's your birthday, and you're you're shutting it down tonight, and you're gonna you're gonna gear up for the Vegas trip, and I'd imagine yeah. you're gonna be out there early. But what is your personal itinerary leading up to the, the day where Nick and company actually win the game? Oh, it's gonna be fun. Um, I've become really good friends with Michael Mina, the chef, over the years. So um, on Thursday night is the culinary kickoff there. So. I'll be going, meeting uh, Michael over there for the culinary kickoff. And then um, Joey gets in on Friday, so and all our friends. So we've got, you know, a big dinner planned for Friday. 
And then Saturday, I just, we're going to be staying at the family hotel. So I just want to, like, hang out and see other family members and gamble a little and, you know, just eat, drink, and be merry. So, what, What's your game, Cheryl? Blackjack. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. Do you hit on a 12 when the dealer's showing two? Great question. I do. I actually do. That's a good yeah. answer. That's a good yeah. answer, Cheryl. Aggressive. Uh-huh. I do. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't get the you don't I, get the eight if you don't ask for it, right? I know how to play. I do. Yeah, I'm not going to be one of those people where you're like, "Damn, I don't want to be at this table." So, <laughs> if you get dealt a twelve and they're both sixes, do you split those sixes? Oh hell no! Yeah, it's just Cheryl Bosa, ladies and gentlemen. Just filled with correct no. answers. It's just here. a blackjack clinic on ninety-five oh, seven. The not, game. Yeah, you're not. You're not going to catch me with the wrong answer on blackjack. Oh, I love it, Cheryl, Cheryl. I would imagine with uh, with Joey playing in the division, maybe you have. But have you been to that stadium before? This is my first time. I'm so excited. Oh, it's nice. It's really yeah. nice. Do you have like a suite? I would imagine, or what's the deal here? Did you see how much those sweets cost? Ah, uh, yes, I did. I did. Okay. The, the answer is no. Okay, I was oh, like, I, I know what they cost, but you're also a Bosa, so I figured, yes. you know, maybe, yeah, maybe. Come on, come on. I mean, that's like that's over the top. Okay, really. so are you just? I think are... that's the only thing like about the Super Bowl that really bothers me is that like fans can never afford to go to the Super Bowl. It's just so outrageously expensive and. I think that's unfortunate. I really do. I agree. It's very corporate. So, so then, yeah. are, are you just in regular seats, or what are you doing? A watch party we're at the in, hotel? We're in the, we're in the player seats, you in know. The, player the players, seats. you know, and that's another thing people don't realize is the player, the kids that are in the the Super Bowl only get two tickets, and the rest you have to pay for, and you have to pay a lot for them. So, yeah, we only get two tickets, and. Obviously, it'll be, you know, me and Nick's dad and then, you know, a few other people. And it's really ridiculously expensive. So Joey's off to the nosebleeds then. That's how that goes. Oh, no. Joey will be with us. <laughs> <laughs> Joey's going to find his way Joey's going to make his way All in. All right. Uh, so, Cheryl, what is, what is Nick? Has he shared anything with you about the last experience uh, uh, against the Chiefs? And, um, you know, what he might do differently. You know, no, nothing. I mean, he hasn't talked to me about, you know, football that way or, you know, or anything. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was what I can tell you is that um, the other, well, when they was leaving for the hotel the other night, right before, you know, on Saturday afternoon when he was heading to the hotel, I asked him, you know, who do you want to win the AFC tomorrow? And he said the Chiefs because he wanted to get at them again. Oh, wow. Redemption. Yeah. That's that question that no athlete ever answers when a media member asks. So I'm really glad you just shared that with us. Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Well, it's already happened. So it's it's actually a great, good share. And, you know, any young man will tell his mother the truth. And so we appreciate you telling us this after the fact. Yeah, yeah. He wants redemption, you know? He yeah. wants, wants redemption for 2020. So. Uh, do you know what I just found out? The guys just whispered in my ear, and I wonder if you or Nick knows this. Do you know that the uh, head official for this game is going to be the same one that it was four years ago? Oh, yikes. 
Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Nick got held, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a couple. There was a couple really bad calls in that game. Yeah. yeah. Same guy. I shouldn't, say, I shouldn't say this out loud. I don't want it to get back to him. No, I actually said it earlier that the Chiefs held uh, Nick more than you did when he was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Cheryl. Happy birthday. <laughs> All right. Cheryl, uh, happy birthday. Thank you for Thanks, spending guys. some of it with us. That's incredible. So now like nothing tonight? What are you just they're gonna watch a I, show I, and go to bed or something? I, I, that is exactly correct. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are, what are you gonna watch? What are you What's, watching? What are you Cheryl? watching? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hi- uh, highlights of the Super Bowl uh, four years ago? <laughs> no, that'll give me anxiety. Yeah, I won't exactly. Be Maybe it's the Brock Purdy story uh, from <laughs> yeah. rags to soon-to-be-riches. Like 30, 30 for 30, Brock Purdy. That would yeah, be good. Yeah, yeah. 30 even, for even Purdy. Right. So good. Exactly, Cheryl. <laughs> thank you so much. You're Great to have you again. You guys, too. Take care and go Niners. Yeah, yeah Cheryl. There it is. Cheryl. Happy birthday. <laughs> Cheryl Bosa. On our birthday, kid. Nothing but come on this show and hit bombs. I mean. That's it? Seriously. From both sides of the plate, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like it's her birthday? I mean, like, I texted this woman, and she's like, sure. Right. What? It's your birthday. And she drops a guaranteed, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but <laughs> every single time. Every time. Yes. So She's so, like, that's, she's so open. She's so open and with I what's going on. I can see Nick now being asked at Media Day, I hear you, you wanted a piece of the Chiefs. Yeah. Well, it's something I actually told my mom in private. I didn't know that it would get out. But it turns out my mom was able to tell the local radio show. Your boast is a little trumpy. It's getting better. It's tremendous. Yours is too Kermit. <laughs> totally. Totally. But I'm going to lean Kermit rather than Trump. But that's just me. You just hear that's Trump just in everything right now. It's election season. <laughs> Well, I thought my mom's appearance was tremendous. Now that's Trumpian. Cheryl Bosa, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. That was different. And she laughed at my uh, my joke about she being held. That was a good one. Yeah. 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 That made your week. It kind of did. Even though I had already said that on the air, she didn't hear it. No, she did not. Uh, that was funny. Um it's a good appearance by Cheryl Bosa. Oh, my God. Fun times. Uh, Twitch.tv slash 95.7 The Game. YouTube.com slash 95.7 The Game. You could tune in and see Dibs blush. I am blushing. It's incredible. You should come look at this. Hit the thumbs up button. Be like, I like it when Dibs blushes. Um, it's all powered by First NorCal Credit Union. It's warm in here. We yeah. open a window. <laughs> it made me happy. It made me smile. Uh, we got time for one. Kevin in Oakley. Hey, Kevin, what are you doing? Hey, guys, thanks so much for taking my phone call. Yeah, man, what's up? Um, so I think I have a little bit of a unique perspective here. So I was born uh, when the Super Bowl happened, January 20th, 1985. Um, and the story I got my whole childhood from my parents and my mom especially was the doctors asking the nurses what the score was or Joe's stat line and rank putting my, my birth weight to whoever, whatever – whatever offensive lineman number that there was or whatever. And then the next real big Niner memory I have that was not really all that big because I was barely 10 years old was the 94 win. So I have kind of a weird skewed perspective in that, like, I've kind of experienced a little bit of both, but even one was, you know, I was barely a few seconds old. Right. And as a, as a young kid in 94, uh, I mean, yeah, I went to the stake a bunch of times, but, 
And those were great memories, but it, it didn't resonate with me. Even that win, I didn't realize how rare a Super Bowl can be. You know, how rare that these things, like at, at 10, I was like, oh, of course we're going back next year. Of course, it's, it's the 49ers. <laughs> and so now, as a dad of three, mm. with a 14-year-old and, a 10, and an almost 11-year-old, yeah, I want my kids to experience, you know, it with me. Maybe not for the first time for me, but it's the first time as someone who can truly appreciate it. You know, I've seen Alex Smith, and I've seen Cap, I've seen Jimmy, I've seen Trey, and I wanted every single one to succeed. But here, man, we are on the precipice. Brock is going to take us there. Kyle is going to take us there. Trent is going to take us there. I, I'm all in. I can't believe how close we are. They just need to reach out and grab it. Uh. Kevin, it's a great it's a call. Great call, Kevin. It's an Thank absolutely you. great call. I think a lot of people felt that in different ways, and this is one of those where life is is sort of reverse cyclical in this. When you experience a championship when you're ten, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, whatever, yeah, you remember it, but it is not the same. Partially because in a perfect world, we would watch sports when we're forty, the way we do when we're ten, which is all the joy. If you win. And then if you lose, let's go outside and play. Right. Like it just rolls right off your back. And that's why it doesn't count the same way as it does when you become an adult. Because only the adults feel the pain. Right. I, I shouldn't say only. I, I know some kids who like... For sure, you, know, you they, live with some kids. They cry yes. when they lose or whatever. But then it's over it in 20 minutes. But also the joy of being now 40, as Kevin is, and watching your kids experience the joy that you did when you were their age... It's going to be even more emotional. If it happens for Kevin to see his kids experience the joy, he's going to experience the joy in a way that he has no idea about. It's going to be his own childhood pride and also his parental joy watching his kids experience what he did 30 years ago. We're hearing your experiences as a 49er fan, especially if you are one who doesn't really have the foundation and the background of the 80s. And somehow this group, this feels like maybe an opportunity at the first time for a Super Bowl win. 888-957-9570. We're presented by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Cheryl Bosa was great. You can go to the app uh, or YouTube to hear all of that if you missed any portion. And Steve Kerr's a little bit over an hour away on Willard and Dibs. The Road to Vegas is brought to you by Merowest Credit Union. Working for you today, tomorrow, together. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I asked him, you know, who do you want to win the AFC tomorrow? And he said the Chiefs because he wanted to get Adam again. Oh, wow. Redemption. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Um, um, uh, the Chiefs. Where's Miss Piggy? Uh, Probably. (laughs) (laughs) You want me to do my Fozzie Bear now? Waka, 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 Nick. Come on. 
spoil the chiefs. Uh, I mean, I can really get it up here if you want me to do a full Kermit defrog. That's a good yeah. Kermit. It's a little further along. It's a little less than that, but I... That's I'm, Kermit the I, nerd, I, I grant you that there's too much Kermit in my neck. I can't I believe want... you trumped my neck. I, just I thought a... I was dialing in on my Nick Bosa. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to have a Bosa off. Maybe next week yeah. we can get into it uh, well, on the stream. By the time we get to Thursday, we're just really like, so, red versus kind of red. What do you think? Am I right? Yeah. Well, and I do think once we get into next week and we start doing those stream-only shows, yeah, I think then we can maybe get off the page a little bit. Yeah, for people who don't know what Dibs is talking about, we've got some early Warrior games next week, uh, but we're not rolling out of here. You're going to no. have a choice. You're going to have a choice to uh, listen to the Warrior game, and that's awesome. Or you can hop on the Odyssey app or YouTube and watch us just totally get loose. We're going to just Super Bowl party. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? It'll be Nick Bosa. You do your Nick Bosa, and I'll do my Andrew Wiggins. I want the Chiefs. And then there's yeah, your Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I think your thank Wiggins you. is better than my Bosa. It's close, though. Yeah, it's it, close. Yeah. Although the new Wiggins is like, heads up. Watch out now. Move, D. Get out the way, yeah. D. Get out the way. Watch out, man. I'm either playing my way in town or out of town. He's back. He's back. He's driving to the and, rim. And he's better than <laughs> Thank you. We'll get to that, too, next week. Right between the eyes. Um, your Kevin Harlan is, I mean, you do a lot of great voices, but your Harlan might be my new favorite. Well, he's, like, I work on it because he's my favorite. He can make a peanut butter jelly sandwich exciting. I'm parking my vehicle. <laughs> he pulls out the bread, and there's the peanut butter. Jelly is next. He spreads them both. That's peanut butter and jelly. And then, Dude, yeah, I'm telling like, you, it's second. That's an and, absolute it, five out of five. Kevin, it's second and eight now. Like, it's now it's second <laughs> and eight. And you're just like, he's toasting the bread. <laughs> it just, I'm sorry, your Kevin Harlan is amazing. <laughs> we need Kevin That's, on so we can have Kevin on Kevin Crime. Those are always the hardest ones to do. Always. Though. Like, I'm still getting over doing Gabe Kapler to Gabe Kapler. I did Mark it, Jackson it, to Mark Jackson did when you? he was the coach. How did it go? He liked it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of have no choice but to like it. Like, they're not going to rip you. True. Right? I mean, it's wow. an honor. They're trying to I'm trying to impersonate the you. The only time a celebrity actually ripped me was uh, Matthew Perry, rest in peace. Oh. Yeah, and I Did got you try to impersonate him? I tried to run material. Okay. And he, like... He didn't like it. At all. <laughs> and I got... <laughs> I got called, Dibs, I need to see you. Ooh. Dude, your boy got, I mean, woo! So you had Matthew Perry woo! on the air? Yeah. On the, uh, like, at the Super Bowl? No, on our show. Oh, just on the, on yeah. the phone. And I ran some material, and okay. he's like, that's not funny at all. <laughs> In fact, that's a little offensive. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. And then... Give it a laugh. Come on. You're a funny guy. Come on. Give me a laugh. I tried. Your boy tried. I was in the office for about 20 minutes that day. It was a Dan day. It was a Dan day. Anyway, uh, back to funny. content. Yeah, we got man. calls. We do. We do. How about uh, Manny and Modesto? Hi, Manny. What are you doing? Hi, fellas. How are you today? We're so awesome. good. Yeah. Hey, great show. Um, Thanks, you know, I, I just wanted to talk about my Niner experiences. I, I'm 62 years old. I was born in 1961. And my dad raised us the right way. We, we uh, were one team in football. That was the Niners. One baseball team, the Giants. No silver and black and no softball uniform Oakland A's. So <laughs> I got to see Steve, Dick Nolan with Steve DeBerg and 
Steve Spurrier, and, and uh, then they drop this skinny kid who comes in, and, you know, he starts winning in 81, and, and I, we just couldn't believe it. And I got to watch that. Um, so when, when, the, when they announced they were selling the Niner playoff tickets, I sat in my car for three days and got tickets to the New York Giants game. And that was my first playoff game. Uh, greatest game I've, I've gone to until they announced when we got home that night that the Cowboy tickets were going on sale. And we sat back out there three more days and got our, our Dallas tickets. So I was there for the catch. I was uh, right behind the third base dugout. And when the game ended, we got to run on the field. And I still, uh, I grabbed some dirt. Of course, piece of the lawn there. And as Dwight Hicks was coming off the field, I, I tried to grab his helmet. And I'll never forget, he looked straight at me and his head. And he, was, he shook his head no, and he smiled, and he ran off. And uh, I got spoiled. We went, you know, 15 years there. And yep. I had uh, I have two brothers and a sister. And like I said, my dad raised us all. Um, we were diehard Niner and Giants. And I have five kids of my own. I've done the same with them. Um, my oldest boys, they got to see uh, the 95 Super Bowl. But, uh, you know, it's been kind of rough the last few years. And, and uh, you know what I remember about the Niners is 81 when, when they when they won that Super Bowl, my dad crying. And I got to hug him and I cried with him. We were just so happy. You know, I never thought, he never thought he'd see that in his lifetime. And I got to do the same in 2010 when the Giants came, but with my son. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I got this great idea of going to the Super Bowl in 2013, um, the Raven Niner one, and we lost. And my boys to this day still won't let me live that down. I'm the oh. bad luck jinx. <laughs> they were five and zero. Oh, so I. Well, you, uh, you watch this one from home, Manny. Yeah, exactly, Manny. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't go anymore. Even if I could afford it, I, I'd have to watch it from home. My kids won't let me go anymore. So Sunday comes around, and at halftime, we're out in the porch, and uh, and I'm telling my son, you know, I don't think I'm going to see another Super Bowl in my lifetime. And uh, we're already trading players and dismantling the team, and we hear my wife cheering as the second half started when the Niners started rolling. And, what a feeling. I mean, I see some great Niner games, but that's right up there with the catch game for me um, to see that comeback, you know. So I just I wanted to share that. I mean, the Niners have been a huge part of my – I have, like I said, I have five kids, and even my two daughters, they're diehard Niner and Giant fans, and uh, I hope it stays that way. My grandson is 17, and I'm hoping for him he gets to see a Super Bowl victory this, this coming week. Yeah, coming Manny, you're a good dad, Manny. Thanks for calling, man. That's uh, th- Those are great stories, and, you know, that's another thing about this game that happened last week that maybe those of us, and I don't really, really, really remember it. Like, uh, as I've said, on my seventh birthday was right. the Super Bowl over the Bengals, so the catch a couple of weeks before, was it two weeks back then or was it just the week before? I don't even remember. It was the week With before the or two weeks before. Whatever it was, I like. I have the vague memories of it, but I don't have the memory of like, this is the chair that I was sitting in. This is the house that I was at. Here's who was next to me. I do remember the Super Bowl uh, a week or two later, but the catch, it, it's, it's, the mem- it's vague. It was two weeks. So January 10th, um, 1982, I remember it, but there's fuzziness there. Yeah. And I wonder if this game on Sunday, though not as aesthetically pleasing as the finish to that one, um, I wonder for younger fans if this was their catch. If this was their, oh my gosh, they're amazing, didn't see it coming, NFC Championship outcome, 
that sends you to the Super Bowl. For a lot of people, this might have been it. Might have been. Especially if they go on a win. And people who are maybe closer to Grandy's age and E-Dog and Lucas, maybe it was the the catch two game, the Owens catch, which was not an NFC championship game, I know, but it was a playoff game that will live in infamy when Owens makes the catch from Steve Young. Maybe that, that actually happened before these guys were even around. But generationally, we all have those games. And I remember that Super Bowl that came after the catch game. I was at the Davidson's house in Fairfax. My buddy Mike Davidson, they would always have a Super Bowl party, and I was way younger than my older brother and his friends, Mike Davidson among them, but we would go to the Davidson's. When I was a kid, they had a Super Bowl party, and they had a pool table, and I used to play, you know, usually by myself, because all the the older kids were... (laughs) I guess my brother Doug, in 82, they were 17. And my brother Mike was 19, and I was 13, so they didn't want me around, so I wound up doing my own thing. And I remember watching that game thinking, Niners are in the Super Bowl, this is unbelievable, we've never seen this. And then, oh my, they're probably not going to win now because they're trailing. And then they came back and they won, and it was all the range of emotions because you remember how those playoffs went. That was the famous Miami-San Diego game where Kellen Winslow had that unbelievable performance to beat Miami in that game where he scored two touchdowns. He was bleeding. He blocked the field goal. And then they went and they lost to Cincinnati. And so you thought, all right, Niners, you're going to handle this. And then they were losing, and then they came back and won that game. So just, you know, you talked about it earlier, like, where were you? And, and, you know, do you remember? They were the dog, though, right? Yeah. The Niners were the dog against the Bengals. I believe so. Yeah. Five-point dog, I think. Well, that was my first introduction to gambling because... Look at you, early. I wasn't the gambler. That's not what I mean. It was on my seventh birthday. Cash me out one Call my message phone. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mom, I want you to bake me a cake for my birthday. Uh, You can use my funds if you want. Niners plus five. So uh, we have a birthday party slash Super Bowl party at the house and we're living in Foster City, and we're having family and friends over. Entirely odd concept to me that one of those guests would come to our house and root against the 49ers. Whoa! And I wanted to know what the hell was going on. What the hell? Why did Uncle Enos, why did he want the Bengals to win? He lives here in the Bay Area. Dad, what is up with that? I'm looking right here at uh, oddsshark.com, the betting history. Niners favored by one in that really? game. Yeah, by one. This is See, according I to oddsshark.com. Thought, I thought for sure they were the dog. Yeah, I'm looking at it here. Uh, Niners by one, over under a 48. 26-21, your final. 26-21, yeah. 47. So, so Pay the under. There you go. But barely. So the thing was, though, it took me it took me a while to sort of get my dad to admit what was going on. Oh no. And I didn't because I'm like, why? I don't why would he what did the Niners do to him? Like, what the hell? The Bengals? The hell's he doing? He's never even been to Cincinnati. What's he doing there? And I, I don't know if it was late that night or the next day or whatever. But my dad kind of looked at me. Yeah, I think he had a little something on that, a little something on the game. You know. What I does think, that mean, Dad? Yeah. What? Is this, what? <laughs> he had what on the game? What does that mean? <laughs> so, yeah, Uncle was betting on Cincinnati. Come on, Uncle. Taking the point. Yeah. yeah he didn't went home unhappy. No. That was a big L. 
That's yeah. That's a big L. It's just, man, Niners <laughs> favored over Miami by three and a half cover. Favored by seven over Cincinnati the second time. No cover. No cover. Favored by 12 over Denver. Cover four times. Ottoman. Yep. They won by 45. Uh, favored by 18 and a hook Jesus. over San Diego. That's a cover. Can you imagine that now? I don't think something could exist. An 18-point spread in the Super Bowl? There's no, there is no scenario where that would exist anymore. The last time there was a double-digit favorite in the Super Bowl was... Manning gets away. Tyree, helmet. Oh. First down. They were favored by 12. And they lost. Outright. Jeez. Outright. Yeah, I don't think that'll ever happen again. Not 18. St. Louis by 14 over New England. Uh, Tommy. Tommy's first. They won that and one they outright. Won. They won outright. Outright. Yeah. Um, Green Bay by 11 over Denver. Denver wins outright. These are the last three double digits. Um, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Twitch and YouTube powered by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 